I've had a lot of mini viral trends over the years. It's, it's daunting, you know. You see the videos and it's fun, but you see, you see cracks in those videos where we're losing our mind. Yeah, for a you second. don't see the parts where we're down bad. I think like one of the highest views on it right now is like 500 million. You know it's bad when. I don't vlog it. Like it wasn't into. <laughs> have you talked that much on your channel about why you don't want to go back to Shanghai? No. But this is a story I never actually got to tell anyone. Uh oh. Boys and squirrels, welcome back to Band. Hey everyone. My next guest is undoubtedly the most famous Disney influencer. No. He is globally recognized as the Sword in the Stone guy. Yeah, that's true. He has amassed over one million followers. I did do that. 500 million views mm. and has traveled to every single Disney park in the world. In the world. Boys yep. and Squirrels, he's my friend, my roommate. True. JoJo's World. Hi, everybody. Now, before we start this, I just want to let y'all know that <laughs> I'm a little under the weather. I'm good now, but I've been like healing and recovering. So I was trying to wait a little bit longer to get on the podcast, but I'm happy I'm here today. Yeah, everyone's been asking for you. I bet. Everyone's been wondering where you are. You know that? It's funny. Really? Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's you, Krista, like Dan. Like if someone disappears off my channel for more than like a week, everyone thinks something just happened. <laughs> I've had like 10 people like, where's Jeet? No Jeet? Is Jeet okay? Did Jeet move out? Where is he? And I'm like, guys. Yeah, know? no. It's, I mean, at this point, it's turned into like, we start off as just like friends. Mm-hmm. And then we started doing more content together. Yep. But we never got to the point where it was like a, a business thing. Yeah. Which was nice. So like, mm -hmm. even if I'm out of your content or if you're out of my content, like nothing's happened. Yeah. We're just, we're just, we're just doing <laughs> we're our, just our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the reason that you're on. Yeah. Tell me why I'm here. Obviously, you're a very big deal in the Disney space. You're oh. undoubtedly the most famous Disney influencer. And that's not a joke. Like mm -hmm. by the numbers. Yeah. It's literally you. So, I just want to go over a few things. Okay. Number one, and I'm going to go down the list right now so that you know and so that the audience knows. Audience, just know, like, I, this is all real time. It's not like G gave me a script or told me we're just going into this blind. We're doing this together, so watch <laughs> the whole thing. Also, speaking of the audience, if you didn't know, Band is now available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's right. If you don't want to watch it on YouTube, no big deal. You can listen to it. That's true. That's cool. Look, so, at, that. Look at you making your podcast stuff happen. This man what can I say? is going hard every day. I swear he has like some new equipment. These mics are room. new. Yeah, mics are new. Literally one day it looked like the man was building like a swing set in his room. <laughs> it's crazy. Every day I come to my door, there's a new Amazon package. This guy is trying to make this happen. That's right. I this mean, is not some frivolous thing. This is real. Nice word. Thank you. Appreciate it. Number one, first thing we're going to go over. I'm going to ask you about how it was going viral with the Sword in the Stone. Yeah. What was the story behind it? Then I'm going to ask you why <laughs> you decided to travel to all the Disneys across <laughs> the world. I'm going to ask you what your experience was like working for Disney. Mm, I like that. I'm going to ask you about your fascination with traveling. Okay. Because you haven't just gone to Disney. You go, you've been to Dubai. You've That's been to true. Vegas. You went to Greece. I did do that. You go all over. That is crazy. Then I'm going to ask you about your thoughts on the Disney influencer space. Ah, which, by mm -hmm. the way, I've had to have to interject here. For your brand, <laughs> I personally did not make that this entire video. <laughs> Thank you. Because that was my original intent. I was going to be like, we're yeah. going to call this field exposing the Disney influencer yeah. industry. That would be crazy. Maybe one day. I thought about it, but then I was like, 
that's just gonna get Jojo in trouble. <laughs> yeah. And not even in like an in trouble way. Like I'm not trying to appease anyone in the world, but I am trying to be nice to people. Yeah, I mean, there's no know? point. It's literally yeah, just, it's, it would be for negative stuff. Yeah, it would get clicks. And we hate negative stuff, especially like I mean, we talk about negative, but like negative stuff that affects other people. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Right. So, I would never do that. I'm like other people. So we went against that. That's why this yeah. podcast is just the interview of. The most famous Disney influencer. I, I, fi- yeah, I, f- I trust you. I think fi- because <laughs> you live with me. <laughs> yeah, we've had enough times over our friendship. Uh, that could be a whole different podcast. <laughs> the amount of times you and I have both have done stuff, and we're like, um, let's yeah. not do that again. Yeah. So. Then I'm gonna ask you about your thoughts on the Disney company, just like mainly the parks. Yeah. yeah. I don't really want to ask you about the movie stuff. I've already covered that. <laughs> then lastly, I'm gonna ask you about how long you want to keep doing this. Yeah. And what's next? A family channel? No. Okay. I'm just Spoiler. asking. That's, oh, well. <laughs> dang, that was supposed to be the grip to get the Well, no, end. I still got people. I'll, I'll save the best thing, Jeez. but oh, you're supposed to. Oh, yeah, that was, the, oh. that was the retention hack. You messed it up. Okay, well, deal, don't worry. Retention, I'm still going to give you some something good at the end. Okay, good. All right. So watch. Let's start with uh, the Sword and Stone. Do you yeah. want to explain what it is for people who don't know? So the Sword and the Stone is a very simple tool that disney has used for a long time in its parks it's based out of a movie where if you pull the sword in the stone in the stone you basically become the ruler of england i don't know who thought of this and i feel like i should find out i'm not gonna lie i didn't know that yeah it's based off the i actually sorcerer in the stone i believe that's the name of the movie yeah i could be wrong i don't know who decided to like make that a part of the park but it was really smart and over the years, it's come into its like prime and it's kind of fallen to the wayside. There's actually a really cool commercial of Darth Vader using the Force on the sword and pulling it out. Oh, really? Yeah, you got to pl- throw that in there at some point. It's sick. Okay, I'll put it in. And it's just been something that it's been around. And when I came down here in 2019, I can't tell you when, but it was just something there. It's just something there, and you want to try it. Like it's fun. Yeah. So. I remember just every now and then with my friends, I just tried to pull and it never worked for me. And I was like, okay, ha, ha, you know, whatever, cool. I think every now and then I'd post a TikTok about it every couple of months, not even thinking much of it. It was just something to do, especially when TikTok was new. Everyone's trying to post everything all the time. And then um, I think it was a little bit after the pandemic, maybe a year. I don't even remember when it started. Sheesh. I just reposted a Sword in the Stone video that happened before the pandemic oh and it blew up it just like it went crazy and then i instantly was like oh it makes sense that this is doing well because people are watching it and this is the science behind it i'm telling you this wasn't viral until i started doing it i will say that like no you literally started this like people did do the sword in the stone but they did it because it was fun and like they just were doing it for that reason but and you know you 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 take pictures if you pulled it cool but people actually recording their attempts was never a thing or as prevalent as it was until I started doing it because it was doing well. And the reason why it was doing good is because retention, as we, you know, of any algorithm, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. If you start the video with the subject being the sword in the stone, you're going to pull it. People will watch to see if you pull it. it. And. That's kind of how all that started. And it kept going viral. And then what really took it off was when there was clips of me trying to pull it. And then someone else would go right after me and pull it. Right. 
and then I would go again. It wouldn't work. And then the next, the other person would do it again. So it was. It's almost like a meme. Yeah, it was. No, it, it it became a viral video meme. Yeah. And it was also crazy because people were like, "I've never seen that actually happen." So for them to see it happen so many times, I've never seen it pulled. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like it's like a trick. You know, it's one thing if two people are just doing it and like, oh, well, that person's obviously not pulling. No, you can really see my veins. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're pulling it. Yeah. So it just. It went viral. It just went viral. I had no idea. Um, it went viral on TikTok at first, but then YouTube Shorts, that's where it really blew up. I think like one of the highest views on it right now is like 500 million. I don't know if this is correct, but the last time we talked about this, Dan actually mentioned this, your previous roommate. He said that it was like the number two viewed short on YouTube behind like one of Mr. Beast's shorts. It's definitely up there as one of the highest. I don't know. I have to highest. fact check it and put yeah. it in. It's definitely like it's definitely I feel like in the top thousand shorts ever. That's maybe pretty crazy. Yeah. Like it's, in a grand scheme of things when you think about that, like on the YouTube platform you have one of the top performing yeah, videos. It was I mean, it still brings in numbers. People still recognize me for it. I mean I went to Hawaii at one point and Mickey Mouse in Hawaii no way. pointed at me and just started trying to lift <laughs> an imaginary sword. That's crazy. It was crazy. It was So it sounds like you didn't this wasn't like a plan. No, it never was a plan. I mean, obviously, my plan's always to make content. And right. I've had a lot of mini viral trends over the years. I had my whole uh, lightsaber debacle series of Chewbacca, lightsaber that. brokes. I would show my lightsaber to the characters. You know, it got to a point where Ray and Chewbacca were remembering my name and saying hi to me, which was really cool. But I also, like, it was a lot to go to the park, try to get their attention while respecting guests and, like, you know, it, and I mean, there was a whole another scene. I don't even know if you know this one. It was called Not Big Enough, where like I'd find objects in the park that are small and then find enlarged versions of the same item in the park. Oh, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I'd take like vehicles yeah. and be like, oh, this, this, this mine cart is pretty cool, but it's not big enough. And then I just transition. Oh, and you'd see the full mine carts and I'd get into it and the ride would happen. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And that one had some retention, be retention because people would come and like, oh, that's what she said. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and Star Wars was lightsaber fans and people just loved Star Wars characters. And then guys also loved Ray. So yeah, it's cool seeing them interact. Yeah. So it was sort of the stuff was never the plan to go super viral it was never meant to be like <laughs> the top biggest thing i've ever done as far as content goes but it's cool i think the thing that the reason why i was able to do it for so long and it stuck is because it was truly my personality like yeah. people would pull it and go viral but my you people could see through the screen that i want to pull this freaking sword and i still want to i haven't done it yet you've tried it do you want to, well this is a good transition yeah You've tried to pull the sword in every single Disney park in the world now. Yep. Because you, for some reason, decided to go to all of them. Also, dragged me to all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming, man. You're welcome, man. Here Speaking of that, time. actually. Oh. Oh. I actually also have oh. a souvenir from one of those Disney parks. <laughs> you got your hat from Tokyo. Oh, you know, this is, this, is, this is Hong Kong's. Yeah, this is Hong Kong's. No, Shanghai. We got this in Shanghai. They didn't sell us in Hong Kong. We got this in Shanghai. Right. Yeah. This is Shanghai. I get mixed up. There's just so oh, many. So many different foreign countries, you know. That we've been to. Crazy. It's just crazy to say. It doesn't <laughs> feel real for me half the time. Yeah. So why did you want to go? I just wanted to go because it was cool to do it. And because, you know, I can't go to the one that's right there. 
literally, literally like, with an eyesight. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, yeah, I think again, it was just it always comes back to content and having fun. And I think I was in a moment in my life where, which is starting to happen again right now. I feel like where. I'm not feeling as fulfilled from the parks and that's like a come and go thing. I feel like it's the changing of the seasons. Not much is really happening in the parks right now. Yeah. You know, like it's January people are clamoring over freaking strawberry popcorn and they make the biggest deal about it. But at the end of the day, it's just popcorn, you know, like, it's good popcorn. And I know people at home appreciate it, but like to I make mean, a whole video around just one food item, not even like, or, you know, like it's one thing to get excited about rides, but like it's hard to get excited about things that, are smaller compared to all the cool things we did. Yeah, especially your caliber of videos. I mean, every time we go to those parks, we're doing every single ride. Yeah, we're Then we're you're going also going hard. on cruises, you're traveling all these places. Yeah. And you make a video about popcorn at Disney World. Yeah. It's a very different vibe. And on top of it, the things I do get excited are small, don't really usually vibe on the algorithm for YouTube right now, which is like characters and stuff. I love seeing characters, which are hard to do. Again, so the point is reeling it back. I wanted to travel. I, I wanted to do something more. I, I, I hate being in one place for too long. That's why. And I saw my friend Patrick in Tokyo, mm-hmm. in Disney, in Tokyo Disney. I was like, what? That's open? Because it just recently opened. So he was there for when it first opened. This is back in 2021. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think we went 2022. We went. We went. Because 2020. No, no, no. 2023. No, we went 2023. Yeah, yeah. It's on the so shirt. He was, yeah, true. <laughs> So that's when, like, after all the pandemics that finally was slowing down, global travel stuff opened. It's beeping. Okay, just double check. Um, yeah, so we were able to go, and I had no idea. And I saw my friend go. I was like, yo, what? And I asked him. I was just like, yo, like, how do you go? And I thought it was so much harder than it was. You know, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you just got to buy a flight and book a place. Yeah, it's it actually pretty simple. It was very simple. You just need a passport, which I had. I didn't even – I thought you needed travel visas, nothing. No. So I was like, dang, I, this is exciting. I want to do this. I want, I've always wanted to do international parks. I've been to Disneyland. Let's see what we can do. And again, fortunately, G was in the right place at the right time. He can't go to Mad Walt Disney World. I was like, hey, bro, can't go to the one in your backyard. Oh, what about one in Tokyo? And I, I, I don't, why did you say yes? Why did you join me on this journey that would turn into so much more? Well, this is one of the first times that I've had the chance to do it. Gotcha. money wise yeah so i was like i've always been of the mindset of like memories over money yep so which by the way in case you don't know i'm dropping that merch line pretty soon because everyone's been asking for it yeah people in my videos merch announcement like that. yeah. so that's that's my reason for it and then it's also just like i i do like disney yeah so that's why i asked you to come you know? yeah so i was like well yeah why not you know, I was actually talking to my therapist the other day about it. Um, I, I I have you to thank. I mean, like, the international trips, as cool as they've been, like, I don't think I would have even come close to completing that without you. Because, like, it, it's one thing to go to a different country with someone. Yeah. I don't know if I would have been able to just go to Japan by myself. You know, it's it's daunting. You know, you see the videos and it's fun, but you see you see cracks in those videos where we're losing our mind. Yeah, for a you don't see the parts where we're down bad. Yeah, yeah, because we were down bad a lot last year. There's our flight, almost home. We're going home. Thank God. <laughs> What's the first thing you're eating? 
American cheeseburger. <laughs> I mean, it made it, the trips made up for it, but anyway, yeah. So I just wanted to change the pace. Um, you know, the content creation area in here in Orlando in general is very saturated. I think everything is saturated to a degree, not just Disney content, but yeah. there are a lot of content creators, which is great. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I love all my content creator friends. If you guys want to start making videos, do it. But there are a lot of people that do it, especially like it's very different. And I feel like I'm starting to get old, but in 2019, the, the, the scope of every content creator and the land of it and now how it is, it's just very different in many ways, both just from like getting stuff out to the quality that people are expecting to the people, you know, and prefer to not know. Like there's, yeah. there's just a lot of more to it these days. So. I didn't realize how much Japan was needed at the time, but that was just a very good trip for me to just realize that there is a bigger world out there. It's not just it's a big blue world. Yeah, in the big blue well, world. Well, let's tra that's a good transition because you mentioned how it's saturated. Uh huh. So, what are your thoughts on the Disney influencer space, other than it just being saturated? I like it. I mean, like it's my job. It's a it's a bunch of my friends. I think. I like to call myself a content creator and humble. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just influencer like influencing. It just, I, I get, I mean, what you're influencing Disney point is, is that it's such a weird, it's such a weird space to be in because I watched it turn from a passion to a job i watched it turn from a uh, passion to a job for a lot of other people too mm. i've seen people get into it for the right reasons and then turn into bad reasons people get into bad reasons and it turned out to be a positive reason just everyone's story is so unique and like individual yeah for me personally the biggest thing on my mind and i've been av advocating this more and more is that like the example we set I think the issue mm. is with the saturation and the amount of people that are doing it. I don't think everyone realizes how much of a profound impact they can have on other people who like Disney, who don't like Disney, who just want to make content in general. Yeah, that's really insightful, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, that that was my whole story. Like after I did all my stuff and my antics, like I was of the mindset, like hopefully at least I'll be the example and people will take, Hey, if you want to do Disney content, don't take it too far. Yeah. Don't try to set all the boundaries. Don't try to break all the rules just for views. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy how many people there are in the world. And there's, it's crazy how many people like care about a single individual and how much they're willing to listen. Yeah. I've been on the good and bad ends of both of that narrative, you know, and I, I, my biggest thing, this is, this is not tea, this, but this is something that I really find important. It, it really, people really, especially content creators, influencers, like you are influencing people, you're influencing kids, you're influencing adults. There's like, there's people who are twice my age who look at me like, I'm trying to be like you. And I'm like, that's crazy. That's very humbling, but that's also really crazy. It's really weird to hear because you don't, no one teaches you no yeah like how to handle being a role model yeah especially that's when you're still learning to live you know and like you're making decisions and yeah especially when you're also like you you have the fortunate uh the fortunate fortune the fortune 
the fortune, sure, of seeing some people, some people who are your fans or your audience in the parks. Yeah, that's But some other influencers don't have that. They yeah. just never see people. So it's like all you see is the number. You don't actually see how you're impacting real life people. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope moving forward we we go in a positive way which means just making good content and even if it is controversial like again the golden rule treat others how you like to be treated mm. i don't really get behind um people throwing shade or people inciting drama yeah. or like you know saying bad things about people because like anything you do you're setting an example mm. that's good i that's the only time so long story short Disney influencers, how do you feel? Love them. Keep making content. Let's it's set ge- some good examples. It's getting. It's, it's, let's set some good examples. You guys, you know, competition breeds better quality and stuff. So, I I've become such a better content creator in both a physical, mental like way, through all the awesome people I've met. But to all the other people, like like you are the model. Yeah. So if you're gonna talk drama, if if you're going to talk drama, if you're going to, if you're going to be shady and say, Oh, these people are mean, or I'm staying away from these groups or blah, blah, blah. The people consuming it are only going to spit that back at you 10 times more. Mm. I think it's really important in moving forward, you know, to just set a good example. And if you have, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. I like that, man. Good message. Good message. Amen. See, this is why you're the most famous Disney influencer. (laughs) Set an example for everyone else. Now, Speaking of Disney, mm-hmm. you're not just a Disney influencer. Content you're creator. <laughs> you're an ex-Disney cast member. Yeah. I used to be employed by the Walt Disney Company. What was that like? It was awesome. I I, th- I think fondly of my time in the company, and I definitely think that that actually molded how I respect people in the parks and how I like treating other people in general. What was your role? I started off as a custodial, so I picked up poop. Wow. Not just poop. I also cleaned up blood, cleaned bathrooms, uh, sprayed water fountains, wiped down trash cans, cleaned up firework debris. I mean, talk about starting from the bottom. Now we're here. Hey, man. I loved it. And I, anyone who ever is going to be a custodial, I always tell them that like it's worth it because you get so much freedom. I know. That's what I, when I did the DCP and everyone was like, most people didn't want custodial. Mm. But I saw... Like people doing it like on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. When I would watch it. I was like, it looks like so much fun. They're like doing water paintings. Yeah, they just the have to walk art. around and kind of roam mm-hmm. and talk to people. Yeah. I was like, it looks great. You just have to kind of do your job. Yep. You just got to clean and do your job. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Sounds great. It was great. I loved it. It was the perfect fit for me. Was Custodial your only role? No, I also did entertainment. Oh. I, oh. I did entertainment. Oh. I'm allowed you, to say that. Do you want to expand on that? I can expand on it. I mean, I've been pretty vocal about it in the past. I still don't always bring it up just because I don't want to ruin the magic. And I am a Disney, like, YouTube content yeah, creator. Yeah, don't ruin the magic. But no, I just, I used to hang out. I used to hang out with friends. I used to bounce around with Tigger a lot. I used oh, to uh, cool. fly on the magic carpet with Aladdin. And that was a crazy Whoa. experience in itself. That was so much fun. I didn't get to do, I didn't get to do entertainment too long because after like nine ten months the pandemic happened mm. and then by the time they offered my role back which they did um, I was already deciding I already decided to do YouTube full time so 
I had to make the choice. Do I want to get paid to hang out with my friend Aladdin? Hang out. You can put on subtitles or something <laughs> for what that means. Well, or be paid for being JoJo. It's it's interesting because we've had we had very similar paths to being full time true content creators, not influencers. Yes, <laughs> because we both started Disney. Mm-hmm. Both got let go because of the pandemic. Yeah, and then started social. Were you doing social media before? Yeah, I was doing social media before. Um, oh, so you've got some. How far back does your content go? That's what I said, 2019. That's what I'm saying when I mentioned earlier about like the the scope of things have changed so much yeah. since then. You know, I used. To, I mean, I, I. I don't know. People say like I started like early. I didn't. I was very much on the back end. It's hard to explain, but long story short, I started right before social media became popular. Yeah, I mean, before TikTok was, people started realizing you could really truly make a living off of it. Yeah, because TikTok was already up by then. Yeah, um, yeah, TikTok just was. TikTok was still like a kid's app back then. Wow. Um, I I don't know. I don't equate too much of my success on YouTube because of TikTok. I TikTok was just a subsidiary. Yeah. I was just there posting a lot. I was working hard, forty hour weeks, getting no sleep. And trying to upload my video right before I get it, like to work. That might have been once or twice while I was like, I I was in a bath bathroom, in the supply closet making sure my YouTube video uploaded wow. when I should have been cleaning a urinal. Wow, you're grinding. I loved it. I mean, it just it made me happy. I started doing content creation because it was just a way to focus on myself. I'm not gonna get into the deep lore of my history right now, but <laughs> long story short, I was always putting others before me. And this is the first time in my whole life where I truly felt like I was like, yo, I'm not going to go out and drink. I'm not going to go to a movie. I'm going to stay in ho- stay at home and edit and post it because I'm happy about it. Yeah. So is that why your name is JoJo's World? It actually, my YouTube channel used to be JoJo Crichton. Oh, it used to be just your, your name? Yeah. But then when people would ask me it, it was like, how do you spell that? Uh, kind of hindsight, I kind of wish I kept my last name. That's why like my Instagram and TikTok are my first and last name. Right. But yeah, I just changed it one day and I didn't really understand like Disney World, JoJo's World. Like I didn't really understand the comparison. You didn't put that together? No, because I, <laughs> I was just I was just like, I was just like, yo, like this is my world. Yeah, JoJo's World. Yeah. So it's stuck and I don't think I ever want to change it. But um, yeah, it's. It's been an, a crazy ride. It's been I mean, crazy. it definitely is good for like SEO. Like whenever we're out and about, which is a good transition. Um, anytime we're like on a cruise and someone asks like, hey, where, where are you filming? What's your YouTube name? It's very easy to be like J-O-J-O world. Yeah. Yeah, true. You've seen it's that happen. very, very easy versus like me when I do it, I'm like, it's cheat. And I'm like, how do you spell that? I'm like, J-E-T. Yeah. And like, yeah. Uh, like they forget. But the point is SEO Hindsight is also a great idea. Yeah. I mean, again, none of this was planned and that's why like, I just love what I do. You know, I love the challenges and the tribulations that come with it. Well, speaking of loving what you do. Yeah. If you love it so much, why are you always traveling? Why are you always leaving? Going to Dubai, Greece, Vegas. Cause I, I feel like of anything in life you want more and you want to keep growing and you want to keep like developing and traveling for me was just the next best thing. You know, some people go into relationship like TikToks and YouTubers and families and or they draw back or they change their passions. Like I just started realizing that I have this awesome opportunity and the fact that I could 
not completely like make all my money back, but if I could travel and make some money off of it and that could be my job, that's awesome. I think that's really cool. It is very cool. So, I mean, I, I'm as, as of today, I'm still slowly like trying to do more travel, but also staying to Disney. You know, I, I'm, I started as a Disney theme park person. We got into cruising a little bit and then we got some traveling. So we have our toes dipped in a couple different ponds right now. I was going to say, because the thing is, Obviously, I've we've been friends now for, I guess since tw- late twenty twenty. So which is crazy, close to four years. Which is wild. Doesn't feel like that. Yeah, and like when when we both first met, we were both Disney influencers. Yes, Disney content creators. Now I wouldn't classify you as that. Nah, because you've, I mean, I don't want to say upgraded like as if being a Disney content creator isn't a good thing, but you've definitely pivoted. To doing more traveling yeah i like traveling i still love the theme parks i'll go back to theme parks whenever i can but yeah definitely traveling is like where my heart is it's it's super fun i mean on top of it too there are international disney parks so like it helps i it, it's cool i can like travel spend a, a week in greece and then go to disney for a couple days after it you know so it's, that's the nice thing about disney it's everywhere so do you have anywhere else that you want to go specifically um anywhere new yeah i was telling you about the other day i really want to go to i don't even know where i want to start going to abandoned theme parks i want to go to theme Uh, parks that were created in the likeness of disney but have nothing to do with disney oh that's cool because some of them are actually really cool and some of them aren't but like i mean that's why like that that was my motivation for dubai i went to like a bunch of indoor theme parks there. yeah thanks for the invite by the way you were invited. You didn't want to go. That's weird. That was, I was mad. I, I was, would have been guys, there. you don't understand. I was so mm. mad when G wasn't mm. there because, like, everything I was doing in CMIG would love this. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, traveling's fun. And my job ne- my job needs to make sure, like, I need to make feel fulfilled. Like, any job. Yeah. I want to have fun. I want to grow. And traveling's just a way to do that, you know? I, I hope over the next couple of years Actually, that was a question. I was going to say, that's a great transition. How long do you want to keep doing social media? I want to keep doing it for at least another, like, five years. And that's that's me. That's me just talking out loud. Like, I don't know. Like, Well, because I think it is kind of scary to think about. And it I've told you this. I had like I've had days where I woke up and like I just started thinking about it way too much. Yeah, me too. And it. It's worrisome because like there's no blueprint to our career. There's no blueprint. There's this zero is, blueprint. This hasn't happened yet. So Companies are still working on how to pay people properly. Like, yeah, there's no blueprint. Yeah. I have the I have the same fears. I had probably today when I was because I was I've been sick the last two days, so I haven't <laughs> been able to do anything other than just think about nothing. So I mean, it gets scary because it's like, okay, when I'm forty, am I still gonna be wanting to do social media? Yeah. And if and if I am, am I still going to be popping like I am now? Yeah. No, yeah. Those are all the questions that we definitely have that are good to think about, but also scary to think. Um, I want to at least do it for five years. Like, okay. I don't want to stop. How old will you be at that point? <laughs> Oof. Um, 32. Oof. 32. Oof. Yeah, I don't know. I just, the one thing about the Disney community and some other communities I've seen on YouTube is that you can keep growing. You, you know, definitely could. There, 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 there are, there are like channels like Fortnite and video game streamers. And there's certain aspects of YouTube that like, yeah, you have your peak and then you kind of bow out. But like, 
between traveling and that's what i was going to say mention about traveling between traveling disney cruises the one thing i hope to grow which is like a catch-22 is i want to keep growing with my audience and i feel like i've done mm. that and i get to see the people sometimes and they tell me that i've the content that i have right right now is very different than it was a year ago two years ago the content that i have six months from now is going to be really different yeah my 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 youtube channel is always going to be changing it's always going to be growing it's going to be it's going to be me it's my world so is my world going to stop anytime soon though so then is my channel going to stop no that's that's how i look at it like there's no reason for me to stop i mean that's fair the pe- you know i can well is there anything else you'd rather do or not rather do but also do um <sighs> like travel agent travel agency because you know we've we've joked about it yeah but like honestly it wouldn't make a lot of sense maybe i would some random hypotheticals owning a business would be cool that i actually like i mean mm. like a bar or something yeah a popular bar be cool um you know i have my degree i got my degree in counseling and this is services. true you're yeah. educated i'm actually educated so like Maybe I could go back to actually counseling one day. Maybe. I'm not sure about that yet. Like, actually get my master's degree because I started my master's degree in clinical mental health. So, like, I have options, I think. But at the end of the day, it's, it always has to come down to, like, is it making me happy? Right. Is it challenging me in a positive way to grow? And right now it still is. But the minute that kind of stops, then I'll have to reevaluate. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's pretty good. That's the way I see it. I'm also thinking like like how you said you want to have a business like a bar i'd love to have a gym that'd be cool it'd be so cool especially because like listen there's a good chance i would possibly do one soon in orlando yeah somewhere near disney because i'll help you there isn't one over here also i would like to just have a second source of income so if you do open up something i'm down to be an investor but i want some of your money obviously obviously i mean that's i want yeah that's what investors do, yeah. You're right, 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 right. So, speaking of investors, great transition. We're on it tonight. That's what happens. Have you heard of uh, this little company called Disney? Yeah, what about it? Um, Numbers-wise, not mm-hmm. my opinion-wise. They yeah. haven't been doing the greatest. They have not. Their stock, um, I know this because I have stock in them. Oh, wow. I've got stake in the game, man. Dang. Um, Their stock was at a decade low this year. Sheesh. That's crazy. Am I surprised? Not really. Right. So what are your thoughts, specifically with the Parks Department? I'm hyped. You're hyped? Yeah, because... This is news. Disney's tanking in every other way, but the only place of profit that they've had in any positivity is the parks. This is true. I love creating theme park content. So at this point, they're just going to freaking fail if they don't see the signs right in front of them which they they do see the signs which is like invest more into your theme parks you know we got epic coming around the corner which you talked about in detail but listen you have a huge competitor about to try that that's coming and knocking at your door like yo we're gonna take your your party and bring in next door and this is this party is the only thing you got going for you right now you're gonna make sure that party's better well, that's what we hope, you know, like mm. end of the day, it's like, this is your best assets. So, you know, Disney in one way or another is going to make the parks better. How are they going to do that? I don't know. I mean, for once, it was really cool. All international theme parks last year were profitable. 
Really? Yeah. And that's insane because pa- Paris, a big one too, was just like never doing good. And they almost like. They almost shut Paris down. Yeah. They almost shut Paris down. And so like theme parks, Disney parks are a big future because honestly, right now, Disney parks, all that money you're spending on Genie Plus and, and food, all that money was just getting funneled into trash movies, you know? Which True. is which is annoying. That that gets me annoyed. You know, it's like make your movies better. Like know your audience. We like seeing Disney succeed. That's the thing. We just want to see them do well. Yeah. So I'm excited to what see. What do you what do you hope they'll announce at D twenty three? You have any uh Oh bro, that is crazy. I have no idea. Apparently I have an imagineer friend and he told me that there's some big stuff on the way. No more blue sky project stuff. Okay. Like they're gonna give some tentative stuff. If they don't, well, Disney, they better. They're, they're over. You know, they're screwed. But yeah. um, I'm hoping for a fifth gate. You, I, do you think that would actually happen? I think one day it will. And I think that's another motivation just to double back on how long we'll be vlogging for. Mm-hmm. I can vlog as long as there's new stuff, new cruises, new locations, new mm. destinations, new mm. parks. I will go and I will vlog it. Simp- case in point, you yeah. know? So I hope that Disney. Yeah, I hope Disney opens up a new uh, gate before I'm like 40. That'd be cool. That would be cool. I've heard expansion plans. That's the rumors I've heard behind Big Thunder. Yeah, well, so but does not, everyone. <laughs> but not just Big Thunder, also behind Haunted Mansion. Like to connect behind. Interesting. It's hard for me to envision that because I've been backstage. I don't know if you've been over there. Yeah, I have. I, you know, I, I don't want to get into like too much like nitty and gritty, but like as a custodial, I've been backstage in a lot of places. I've been actually legally closest to where you can watch the fireworks from, which it's is crazy. which is on the scaffolding behind Gaston's Tavern, which doesn't even make sense to you guys because you can't envision because you're actually on like a little cliff at Gaston's Tavern. It's crazy. Yeah, the first time I went back there backstage, yeah. I was like, this is not what I thought. Yeah. Was back it, here. It's, it's nuts, but not to, yeah, not to go expose in Disney or anything, but, um, it's definitely hard to envision them expanding behind haunted mansion. I can easily see behind big thunder. I've parked behind uh splash mountain and big thunder. Oh really? Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. It was like right before the pandemic was down and they didn't have the tram. So I had to drive my car onto Disney property. And oh. get and get like carted from behind Splash Mountain to uh, another place. That's kind of wild. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Um, that has to stay here, though. That, <laughs> that can't be on. That can't be a TikTok cut. <laughs> <laughs> As some people should know, we've been friends for four years. Like I mentioned. Yeah. We traveled the world together. We have. What uh, What do you think was the best place we've been? I think I think you can agree with Tokyo. Yeah, 100%. Tokyo was a lot of fun. I just it was it was our first big international trip. Tokyo Disney Sea completely different. Our friend Gabby was there. Like it was just it snowed the first night we were there. It was a magical experience for our first time for our first international trip. It was really cool. Did you have you talked that much on your channel about why you don't want to go back to Shanghai? No. <laughs> I haven't mentioned it at all actually. Here's the thing. I'm working on a video right now. Um, basically what you did recapping all your, uh, parks, it's going to be big Wait for, I know everyone's been asking what, where I've been on the main channel. It's coming. Okay. I do big projects. All right. They take a while. True. Um, we should talk about Shanghai. The reason I don't want to go to Shanghai 
is basically because, and this is going to sound very dumb, but I mean, it's basically because they didn't speak English. Yeah. Which you should clarify that though. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like the park is phenomenal. The food is great. The people are great. It's just the fact that they didn't speak English and like in Tokyo, they don't speak English either. Like it's not their primary, but they can understand it very well. They know what water is. Right. When we were in Shanghai, I went into some restaurant and I asked for water and they didn't know what I was talking about. I've never seen Jeet lose his patience as much as he has has done in China. And that's not, that's like, that's not an under, like G has so much patience, like more than me and he doesn't, but there were certain times in China, like not knowing a certain, and just to clarify, we don't expect people to know English or yeah, know, if anything, going to a we country. should learn uh, Chinese, but it was just a little bit of a culture shock for us because going to the other theme parks, all the words are in English, which by the way, all the words are in English in Shanghai's park as well. Right. And most of the cast members knew a little bit of English or they kind of worked with you and we tried working with them. But in China, it was just like nothing, you know, it's just like, just, it was, it was, it was pretty rough at times. I mean, we had times when we did try to talk and we learned parts of the language and we had fun, but, um, I mean, all in all, it's our fault. Like to start, like we should educate ourselves more. Oh, for sure. But it's, you know, like we go to Hong Kong and they can understand when I'm asking for water. Yeah. Then while we're in Hong Kong, we basically find out that Hong Kong and Shanghai aren't really the same China. Yeah, we found out real quick. Didn't Everyone liked that. trying to remind us about that. Yeah, because we were calling Hong Kong China, and yeah. so we're like, no, it's not that. Like, like, don't. But now we understand. Yeah. So that was the big thing, and that also be even before we got, even got to the park, we had to have our passport to get into the park. Yeah. Which, first of all. Like, that worries me so much to walk around with my passport. Yeah. Not only in general, but also in China. Because, like, if... That's bad. For some reason, we lose it. Like, obviously, we could probably go to, like, a U.S. embassy or something and yeah. get it all figured out. But that is so scary. I Literally agree. being stuck in a foreign country. Yeah. It's, it's when you don't know the language and, in, like, you don't know the cultures and, you know you hear things about what people say. It doesn't have to be just China. Like yeah. when I went to Dubai, people were telling me all this crazy stuff. You know, this is a story I never actually got to tell anyone. Uh Oh, so in Hong Kong, you and Gabby had a fun night out. I got sick, horribly sick. You saw me, I was dying. Yeah, was bad. And you know, it's bad when I don't vlog it. Like it wasn't <laughs> until then, you know, it's, it's, it literally was the next day. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I haven't updated my vlog in like 12 hours. It was bad, but Right before that, the whole sickness starting, we were at a really cool horse race. It was really cool. Check out the vlogs. So cool. Crazy. Like a Tuesday or Wednesday. Wednesday nights. Freaking felt like I was going to a, a baseball game. Yeah. Big stadium. People were drinking like from all over the world. Lots of foreigners. Yeah. And it was in ugh, probably so many cool different stories. And like there's so many people I just wanted to say hello to. That's when I started getting sick. And here in America, you know, like in Disney specifically, too. They have like first aid and you can walk in, you can ask for some Advil. That's it. You know, cool. Like, Oh, this I was story. terrified. So I walk up to someone and I'm like, Hey, do you have first aid? And they're like, huh? And I'm like, uh, I typed in first aid on Google, show them the red cross. And they're like, Oh yeah, this way. So we're walking through all these different hallways and I'm, I'm completely cut off from Gene and Gabby now. 
And they're, this is really cool. Their first aids are hidden in the wall. So it's like a secret door just opens up. It's pretty crazy. So I didn't even see what the inside looked like. She's like, you have to wear a mask before you go in. I'm like, oh, okay, fair. Cool. No big deal. I walk in there. There are 12 doctors sitting there with white lab coats on, all putting on face masks, looking at me like I'm a test subject. <laughs> and I instantly turn around. The door closes. I'm like, hello. And they said, hey, so you were sick? I'm like, no, I just wanted a Band-Aid in Advil. And they're like, oh, we don't have that here. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> well, bye. And they're like, no, you're not feeling good. Come sit down. And they didn't give me an option. And that I remember just being scared out of my mind. And they were trying. And so they start. It's, it was like a free, I mean, global healthcare, kind of crazy. They started doing all the things like checking my vitals, like telling me to breathe, putting the stethoscope. And he literally was like, hey, can you like breathe normally? I was shuddering. I couldn't like, <laughs> shuddering. I, I couldn't like breathe normally. I was so nervous because I'm thinking like, I, I have no control. I, I can't leave. I don't know where I am. What if they detain me or put me into like a room and i have to like what if i'm sick like what's yeah. gonna happen yeah like what if you get had to get quarantined yeah quarant quarantine in another country and i'm trying to like just it was bad um fortunately nothing was wrong with me <laughs> thank god well also this whole time i think you the last i heard was that you're going to the bathroom yeah and i was like oh, okay cool like jojo's gonna be gone for a sec probably like 15 or 20 minutes go by yeah and at that point me and gabby are like where's jojo they asked me for my passport information where i was staying like how long i'm staying i didn't know my passport number by heart and because that's the thing like you said right it's more traditionary out in the world to have your passport on you it's almost like having your id your driver's license doesn't matter but your your passport does so they got like annoyed like, you don't know your passport number so i spent like 30 minutes just trying to find a picture on my phone because they weren't going to let me leave and then it was just long story short after like 20, 30 minutes, I was like, I, I'm okay. Can I, can I go? And I will just drink your water stay for another 20 and then we'll check on you. I'm like, so I just sat there and then yeah. finally they were like, Hey, you can go. Do you want us to walk you back to your friends? Like, are you going to get home? So do you need us to go? I'm like, I am good. So they were, they were being nice, but I just wanted to get out. Yeah. I mean, it's just scary. It's just the way that, it's not what we're used to. Yeah. It was just a whole different thing. And obviously, I think it would have been a lot less scary if we lived there, if we knew the scene, if we weren't in a foreign country, you know? Yeah. I mean, the big thing is, like, that's what I feel like most people worry about when they go to foreign countries is, like, the communication or, like, something like that happening. And it's not an easy communication fix. Like, if that was in, you know, like, Europe or something where they speak yeah. English, it's very easy for you to be like, no, I just wanted a Band-Aid and, like, Advil. And they'd be like, we don't have that. And you would have just left. Yep. That's it. Yeah. But because the communication like the cultural barriers are like sometimes it's just it doesn't go the way that you normally would and i think honestly my body shut down because it's crazy not even like 30 minutes when i got out i literally walked up to gene and gabby and i was just like yo can you guys walk i'm gonna get a taxi can you guys like walk me out of here like i don't i don't know if they're watching me i just i can you walk me out they're like sure he was down bad i was not feeling good like i was getting worse by the seconds i got back to the hotel and jojo had like there were towels just everywhere. Yeah. Bathtub was like full. I was like, what? Ha and Jojo just passed out. I, I, for I threw up in the taxi car, but I was able to catch all of it in my cup. <laughs> slash, so gross. Slash swallow the other half. Mm. 
because I was just so afraid. Like I didn't, I just needed to be alone and figure it all out. So it was rough. But um, yeah, so anyway, passports, yeah, it's crazy. You have to hold on to them. Yeah, because what happened was um, when we were walking in to Shanghai Disneyland for the first time, we had already had such a rough time just getting to Shanghai from Hong yeah. Kong with the flight and then going through like their TSA. That was already like, that's a whole nother story. But I'm already so flustered, impatient. I'm hungry. I'm kind of cold. I didn't change. We didn't even like really go to the hotel room. Like we just yeah. dropped our stuff off. We walked through the turnstiles. I look around. I can't find my wallet. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, great. So That's... now I've lost all my money in Shanghai, which is just, I mean, there's really no way around it because also in Shanghai, which we came to find out, they don't really have a lot of like places where you can use like Apple Pay no, or like a normal credit card. Nope. You have to have this app called WeChat, WePay, WePay, something like Alipay. Alipay, ah, it's really cool. The system's sick. No, it's like it's if we really, had that here, it'd be amazing. It is awesome. It's like everything's just on your phone. It's literally like Everything. Venmo, but everyone uses it. It's like Venmo, and your ID and personal stuff all combined together. Yeah, it really is great. Like it's literally one app for everything, kind of everything. But I walk through. I realize I've lost my wallet. I look down and I start like having like a mini panic attack because I'm like, I would crap i'm like this is like what am i supposed to do now yeah and then jojo and gabby had already like walked past me and i didn't really want to tell them yet because i was like (laughs) it's been such a rough start already yeah i legit thought not about not telling you all and just like going about the day yeah and then been there luckily i like turned around because also before we walked in a lot of people told us about like like pickpocketers yeah like yeah it can happen in shanghai so i at least thought it's gone it got pickpocketed because i know where i put my wallet at it's always in my pocket and luckily I turned around and the cast member staying there with it was just held my wallet. He's like, Hey, Kai just left on top of the turnstile. Oh my gosh. But like, it literally could have like, I mean, I would have probably flown home. I probably been like, I'm done. The trip. That would have been the last straw for you for sure. Yeah. It was just tough. China was China. I'm glad we saved it for last because through our trips to Tokyo to our trips to Europe, it prepared us as best as we could be prepared, honestly, for such a different place. I mean, it's, it's wild now, like, cause when I go back home, like, and my friends ask, Oh, what's it like? You know, you went to Tokyo, you went to Shanghai and it like, it sets in like, we literally traveled the entire world yet last it's year. It's so weird. It still hasn't fully set with me. I want more. I want to keep going. I want to go back and I want to go to Tokyo this year. I want to do other stuff. See, which is so funny. Cause I'm the exact opposite. I know it's, which is crazy. My, so me and my mom have this thing where we pick a word for the year. Yeah. Last year, I think it I don't remember what it was last year, but two years ago it was growth. Last year I don't remember. This year, it's still. Still's nice. I just want to be still and just like be grateful for the moment. Yeah. Like be grateful for what I already have. Because last year we literally traveled the world and like it doesn't really feel like it. And I don't like that. Yeah. So I'm trying to like be still and like let myself feel all that. But recently I've been watching some of Alex Earl's podcasts. <laughs> And she did. She basically did the same thing. She basically didn't travel all of January, yeah, which is like her entire job. And she mentioned at the end, like, it was cool. She got on a routine, but like, she's like, I thrive in the chaos. Yeah, I thrive living out of a suitcase, being in airports. And there's a part of me that I'm like, man, I really do like sometimes having 
talk about our layovers. We have our stills. We have our time to be still, but we also have this is the time now. I mean, also, though, I feel like I can grow, go off that and say for the future, when you do decide to travel again, when you do decide to go on your next world tour or whatever, at least you've done it once. So this time, very true. So this time, it doesn't have to be as frantic. You, you, you'll, ha- you'll have a not a good idea, but a small idea of what to expect. So some things, you know, won't take as long, and some things can be more chill. So like next time we go on the bullet train, we've done it. We know the station. We can maybe visit some other locations instead of just going from point A to point B. You know, we can. That's how I think of it. I think that's how I get through it because yeah, it's my job to travel. It's my job to go to Disney to do the events. And there's a lot of times where I'm like, dang, that night flew by. Like, I don't even remember right. being there. But then I'm like, well, next time, because it will be next time, mm-hmm. I can, like, enjoy it a little bit more. It's true. Well, it's funny. So I was talking to one of my friends, and they were, like, talking about how they were leaving for a vacation. Yeah. And when they said the word vacation, I was like, to me, that word doesn't register anymore. No. Every time we travel, like, it, not that it feels like work, but I know I'm going to be working. I feel like I have moments of vacation during my trips. Ah. I'll have periods of time allotted. So, like, my last, on my cruise, mm-hmm. the last day. Yeah, thanks, for the, thanks for the invite, by the way. You were invited. Whatever, dude. <laughs> if I was invited, I would have been there. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'll invite you in the next cruise. How about that? All right. I'll think about it. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, on the last day, um, freaking... 23 minute vlog like half the day was gone because i just had fun with my friends so yeah which is important also when you're in the podcast like do people never have to go to the bathroom this has happened before do you have to go yeah is there is there like are you gonna set off an alarm or something no is there anything else what was the last thing you have another question no we got through all of them all right well give them a hook ask me one more thing one more thing i'm trying to make your podcast good and again i would like to reemphasize that if my cadency is a little different. If my tone is down, it's just because I'm recovering from being sick. If you were the CEO of Disney, what would you do differently? I I would open up a fifth park, not to be late. <laughs> I would announce it tomorrow. Tomorrow, it's coming out. What would you call it? Wow, really? Um, well, what would it be about? I could t- I could tell you mine right now. What would it be? Villains Park. Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I feel like my my park would have a Villains Land in it. So mm. we have Magic Kingdom, Disneyland. <sighs> I almost cursed. That's how much <laughs> I'm thinking right now. Um, all of them sound so cliche. I was trying to think of something like Dreams and stuff, but I was like Dream Valley. No, that's a video game. Fantasy Springs. Whoop. Oh, we oh. got to end it there. <laughs> Let's end it there. I'll just bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a damn.